Welcome to Investigate Joe Rogan, the podcast where I fact check claims made on the Joe Rogan experience. Today I'll be investigating episode 1029 with Tom DeLong. In case you are unaware or simply forgot because episode 1029 came out in 2017, Tom DeLong is not just from Blink 182. He also created to the stars dot 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 Academy of Arts and Sciences. Yes, that is how they chose to stylize the name. In my opinion, it sort of sounds like one of those early educational PC games for kids where it secretly taught you about math. But basically, in this interview with Joe Rogan, he explains what his company is and what they supposedly do. And it all starts with a book he co-authored called Secret Machines, spelled with a K, S-E-K. Because really nothing says legitimate science, like spelling things wrong on purpose. And this book is about people discovering that the government is hiding alien technology and and things like that. It's like a sci-fi thriller. It's been compared to the X-Files, of course. And he claims that the book is historical fiction based on real events. And what's sort of funny is it actually has quite good reviews. It has a 4.2 out of 5 on Goodreads, and everything I read about it said it was it's thought to be a pretty good book. It's entertaining. It's well written. <laughs> now, no, nobody is seriously claiming that it is based on real events, but pretty much everyone says that it's, it's actually a good book and it's worth reading. Now, Tom DeLong says that the government uh, read this book and they realized that this guy, Tom DeLong, had figured everything out on his own, essentially and that he was in the know, he was woke about what the government was doing with aliens and alien technology. And so then they recruit Tom DeLong to be a sort of spokesperson who will help them give the public information about UFOs in the form of books like Secret Machines and then movies and shows and things. So that is what he says To the Stars is. But the company is not just this sort of mouthpiece for the government. He claims that they are also developing, using alien technology, a real spaceship slash time machine. He says that they are doing this with this sort of very pure metal that was found at a UFO crash. And by shooting electrons at this metal, you can create time travel, which is what space travel really is. At one point, he demonstrates this concept by utilizing the classic sci-fi trope of folding a piece of paper in half and putting a pencil through it. This is another sign that he is uh, very knowledgeable about real science. He also says uh, later on 
that the reason the Earth is in chaos is because aliens use it for proxy wars. So we're sort of like the Syria of planets, uh, which is pretty unfortunate. Also, he says the Greek gods were real and were aliens, as were Atlanteans. Or Atlanteans had alien technology. It's not totally clear what he means. But that, that's more of a minor point. So is there any evidence that any of this is true, that any of his claims are true? Of course not. However, the staff besides Tom DeLonge of To The Stars Academy is what stops this from just being 100% crazy. And people online who are less skeptical of Tom DeLonge and seem to actually support him will always point to the people involved as the strongest evidence. And I will admit that the, the people involved gives it a shred of credibility. The co-founder is not really one such person. <laughs> the co-founder with Tom DeLonge is Hal Putoff. Tom tells Joe Rogan that Hal Putoff was a Nobel Prize nominee and is at the forefront of propulsion research. This is not true. He was not a Nobel Prize nominee, and it definitely cannot be said that he is on the forefront of propulsion research, or really the forefront of anything. However, he does actually have a PhD in electrical engineering from Stanford, which, I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't just hand those out. So he cannot be a a dummy. He did, however, become a high-level Scientologist, but then he quit. He was very high up in the organization before he left. He was also part of Stargate Project, aka the real thing that The Men Who Stare at Goats is about, which, if you're not aware, basically the government paid people to research psychics and remote viewing and telekinetic powers and things like that. This is real. And basically what Stargate Project amounted to was people like put off getting tricked by magicians <laughs> who would use sleight of hand to convince the CIA that they had magic powers. And after, after Stargate Project, Putoff went on to do more sort of pseudoscientific research where he would continue uh, to be tricked by magicians. I think really looking at his resume, it is the resume of someone who is easily tricked. You've got Scientology, and then you've got all these magicians messing with him. I don't think this guy in particular is really much of a credit to, to the stars. He, he is not part of why they have a shred of credibility. Now, the other two board members, besides Stargate Guy and Tom, are Jim Semivan and Christopher Miser. And Jim Semivan really did work for the CIA at one point. This is confirmed. Um, but Christopher Miser is really just like a finance guy. He does not have potential alien connections. 
So then there are the executives. Steve Justice really was the deputy vice president for Skunk Works, which, as Tom DeLong explains, is Lockheed Martin's advanced development program. So this dude really was involved with making top-secret aircraft for the government. Then there is Carrie DeLong, who is Tom DeLong's sister. She could know about aliens, maybe. And then there is Luis Elizondo, who has been on all sorts of History Channel alien documentaries and things. And he worked at the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, and he used to be a counterintelligence special agent. He was also in charge of advanced aerospace threat identification, which was the government researching UFOs. This is a real thing that happened. So this guy really did work for the government when they were looking into UFOs. And he says that he quit because there was just too much red tape and things like that. And there were not enough people who were, in his opinion, really willing to investigate the evidence wherever it led, which, in his opinion, meant aliens. And he is the one who got the USS Nimitz UFO videos released. The Tic Tac video with David Fravor, which was the first episode of this show, Investigate Joe Rogan. So if you're interested in that, you can go back and watch that episode. But basically, this, this guy is a legit ex-bureaucrat as well. Christopher Mellon falls into that same boat as the former United States Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. And he he's also said various things about the USS Nimitz video, which he says is real and evidence of aliens. And then there's Joe Sherman, who you really, there's not much to be found about this guy online. Um, the To The Stars website says he's like a software guy who's worked for a couple companies like Microsoft. Then there's Chris Herndon, who is the director of White House Information Technology and deputy assistant to the president. He's basically the head White House IT guy. I'm not sure if this means he would know about aliens, but he very much has a real job connected to the White House. There's also Dr. Norm Kahn, who also really did work for the CIA at one point. There is very little to be found about him on the internet, but if you go to clintonwhitehouse3.archives.gov, you can find some archived documents where he is listed as being CIA. And really, I think you should just go to this website regardless of whether or not you're interested in aliens, because it's, it's pretty funny. It's like, it's a real throwback, because obviously it's from when the, the internet was pretty early, because, you know, Clinton White House. So it's an official government website, but it just looks horrible. You know, it has these little moving flag gifs. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's like the, like the Space Jam website that's still up except it's a real .gov website. It's pretty interesting. Then there's Dr. Paul Rapp, who is the professor and director of the Traumatic Injury Research Program at Uniformed Services University. 
he got a certificate of commendation from the CIA for uh, doing stuff with the Office of Research and Development. But beyond that, he does not appear to have much of a government connection. It doesn't seem like he's ever worked for the government or anything. Then there's Dr. Adele Gilpin, who, according to her LinkedIn profile, has been a professor at various medical colleges. So overall, there are six real ex-government employees and one guy who used to work for Lockheed Martin. Does this prove that ALMOs exist and that Tom is telling the truth? Not really. However, I do think this is why you cannot just immediately offhand dismiss all of this. Well, you could, but I'm not going to. The government is a massive organization with a huge amount of people involved. It is just not that surprising to me that you can find six ex-bureaucrats who both believe in aliens and will accept money from you. Besides these guys, there is one more confirmed government connection, kind of. He tells Rogan that he was in contact with John Podesta, and this is true. John Podesta, of all people, is legitimately connected to all of this, which is, <laughs> which is very strange. WikiLeaks uh, showed that Tom DeLonge sent John Podesta two emails requesting to meet with him, but that John Podesta never responded. However, there is a calendar notification email that Podesta received for a meeting with Tom DeLonge. Now, nobody knows if this meeting actually happened, but it really could have. So the question then is, why is he emailing John Podesta? Um, <laughs> it turns out John Podesta is seemingly a big UFO believer. Press Secretary Mike McCurry said that, quote, John can get totally maniacal and phobic on certain subjects. He's been known to pick up the phone to call the Air Force and ask them what's going on in Area 51. And Podesta has made all sorts of um, public attempts to have UFO documents released. And he is the whole reason Hillary promised to release UFO documents um, if she had become president. He is like a real believer. And so I assume Tom DeLonge knew this about him or heard about it and decided to reach out to see what he knew or whatever. But it doesn't seem as though Podesta knows anything. He just wants to know, I guess. This is basically the end of things that have any level of seriousness. And then it just gets ridiculous. <laughs> he has Jamie pull up this video, which if you want to watch it, it's called TR3B Astra Aurora Project USAF Draco, like Draco Malfoy, RET4. And this short video which Tom DeLong says is of the UFO that they're working on, 
or that they're working on reverse engineering at To the Stars is very obviously fake. Um, there is a very uncomfortable moment where after seeing the video, Rogan just laughs and says that it looks very fake, but Tom DeLong looks very serious. <laughs> to, to the credit of Joe Rogan, Rogan is often portrayed as being very easy to persuade, and I think that's true for the most part. But not even, not even Rogan is buying this. He clearly does not think Tom DeLong is legit. And I think throughout this interview, he sort of struggles to not just straight up say, yeah, you know, you're, you're like BSing me right now. Later, they get into Bob Lazar. And uh, Tom DeLong brings up something that uh, Boob Laser fans like to point to, which is that he supposedly predicted element 115. And Tom DeLong says that, you know, boob laser is the real deal. This is just more evidence. And the thing about this claim is that uh, he was not the only person to predict 115. It was a pretty standard thought in chemistry at the time. E even the same the same year and the same month that uh, Boob says he was working at the you know secret Dry Lake facility, an article came out called Creating Super Heavy Elements in Scientific American, which talks about the possibility of element 15, which is a pretty big coincidence. And you can even just go look at old chemistry textbooks from before Boob Laser's time. And they'll talk about the potential of something like what 115 turned out to be. So this really just isn't evidence that he has some sort of insider knowledge. It could just mean that he had a subscription to Scientific American. They also get into ancient aliens, not just modern aliens, like Area 51 aliens. And Tom brings up Sekariah Sitchin, who he says has shown that the ancient Sumerians knew about all of the planets, as well as an extra, sort of, extra secret bonus planet. And, of course, they could only know about all of this if aliens told them, because, you know, telescope technology wasn't the greatest in ancient Sumerian times. And they bring up this picture of Cylinder Seal VA-243, which supposedly depicts the sun surrounded by 11 planets, counting the moon as a planet, which supposedly ye olden ancient people did. And this whole, this whole thing, which Tom DeLong uh, says is true, comes from the book The Twelfth Planet, in which this guy Sitchin makes the case um, that they knew all about the planets because aliens told them, and that there's this uh, bonus planet Nibiru, which is where the aliens come from. And it has like this crazy long orbit around the sun, and then it's going to come back at some point. And honestly, if you look at the image, if you look at the ancient cylinder seal, it looks pretty convincing. I mean, it looks like it could very well be the sun and a bunch of planets. Like, it seems like 
like something like a kid would, would draw, like very basic symbols. But actual experts on Sumerians have, have debunked all this craziness. Um, the, the middle thing that Tom says is the sun is actually a star. And the Sumerians had a different way of drawing the sun, where they had these wavy lines. They know this because there are other Sumerian vases that have the sun and stars, like right next to each other. So you can tell that they had different ways of drawing the sun and then drawing stars. And then the surrounding dots are just also stars. That's just how they drew stars. You can look at other Sumerian artwork. It's just stars. In real life, the Sumerians knew about five planets, and in none of their writings or artwork or anything do they appear to have knowledge of the entire solar system. But I mean, five is still pretty good, you know, considering what they had. I'm impressed. I, I could not have done that. I don't even know, I don't even know what all the planets are, honestly. Tom also says that there's life on Mars, although it is small life, like insects, and that there's also life on Europa. Mars also has had nukes detonated on it at some point. There's no evidence uh, for this, obviously, but it is interesting. I would like to read some, like read a sci-fi book where they learn that Mars has been nuked and then like people live there at some point. It's a pretty cool idea. Actually, I'm sure there is some sci-fi book with that premise somewhere out there. Tom also says that they found a 100 million year old human footprint. Um, this is not true. The so-called Eve's footprint that was discovered in South Africa in 1995 is 117,000 years old. And this is the oldest footprint of an anatomically modern human that has been found so far. So really, he's only off by a couple zeros, if you think about it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him this one. I'm going to say, you know, he was basically right. You know, get, knowing numbers off the top of your head is hard. I'm going to give him this one. In this brief discussion of evolution with the, the footprint and stuff, Rogan says that humans evolved from a sort of mole-type creature. I do not, I don't know where he's getting this from. I think he, he may have been in close proximity to Tom DeLonge for too long, and it, it fried his brain a little bit. <laughs> the real question, of course, is what is going on here? What is going on? with Tom DeLonge, what is To the Stars Academy? The way I see it, there are three options. A, Tom is crazy. He believes all of this stuff. He really thinks that he is making a time machine. B, Tom is lying. He is trying to trick people into investing in his company so that he can get money. If you go to their website, the first thing that comes up is invest now, invest in our company. And then C, Tom is correct. The government 
is really using him as their sort of means of disclosing information about UFOs to the American public. Now, C, of course, leaves one with a lot of questions. If Tom DeLonge is the chosen spokesperson, why hasn't the government acknowledged him as such? If they cannot acknowledge him for secrecy reasons, why is he allowed to say that he is the spokesperson? Why would they pick Tom DeLong as the spokesperson? Why isn't he allowed to say anything that UFO people haven't already been posting about on the internet for decades? <laughs> Questions like these, I think, reveal that C can safely be ruled out. So that leaves us with A or B. Is he crazy or is he lying? Or could it be some combination of the two? I, I really thought about this for a while, and I honestly do not know. He is difficult to get a read on. If you look at his face during the interview, it's hard to guess at what his motives are. And I think this is because he has a weirdly young-looking face, sort of like Haley Joel Osment. In closing, <laughs> my favorite quote from this episode comes from Joe Rogan. After they watch a video of Bob Lazar supposedly explaining UFO technology, God, I wish I was smart enough to know whether or not he's full of shit. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that quote. If you have any information about ALMOs or Tom DeLong, or if you work for the government and would like to leak some information about aliens to me or something like that, uh, you can email me or message me on Twitter. Both of these things are in the description for this episode and uh, I should have another episode sometime soon. <laughs>